With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Licking On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Licking On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome everybody. It's Monday, November 11th, Veterans Day here in the U.S. For all of us, most of us that are listeners are U.S. Special salute to all of our veterans. So grateful for the freedoms that we enjoy today because of the sacrifices you made. Also to veterans' families that are celebrating this without your loved one or your loved one is, did not come back in the condition that he or she left. We just say thank you to you for your sacrifice. We're grateful. It is not forgotten. You know, Andy and I were just talking about, we both saw this week in the movie Midway, and it's so appropriate for this day. They released it when they did, and oh man, that movie is good. If you have not seen the movie Midway, go out. We usually don't do movie reviews here on Lickin' on Lending, but it was really good, and it was so fun. I got to go to an air show, and Andy, you can talk about it, but I actually stood next to the planes, the zeros that they used in the film, filming of that, but it's a great movie. Andy, you started chiming in there? Well, just real quick, Dave, just to add to the audience that the, the reality that I heard in the movie that I think is actually true to life is the legitimate fear that the West Coast would be attacked and possibly yes. even occupied during World War II was a significant risk that was mitigated because of Midway. But can you imagine? Wow. I know. You know, you'll go back at that time. We look at it through the lens of history so we know what happens. But can only imagine if you lived in Seattle, San Francisco, or L.A., the fear that you would have had. It's just, or San Diego. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy. But anyway... Back to the mortgage industry. Happy Veterans Day to everybody, and thank you, vets, for your contribution to what we enjoy as a lifestyle here in America today. And so I want to just say again, as we say each week, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're grateful to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. Today's hot topic, we've got Pam Jenkins. She's the president and COO of Willow Bend Mortgage in Dallas, Texas. We were going to have her on live, but her chief financial officer is speaking at this time. She goes, oh, it's right, a conflict. So we ended up pre-recording it. So we've got a great message. It gets edited. You, you'll really enjoy this interview. The reason we focus on that is to be talking about her journey throughout high school, right on into the mortgage industry, and now she's president of a mortgage company, a significant mortgage company up in Dallas, Willow Bend Mortgage. We're thrilled to share her story with you, kind of following up in the spirit of Empower, empowering women to be all that they can be in this industry. And so be sure to stay tuned to the Hot Topic segment. We're also proud to be a part of the Industry Syndicate. You can check out all the podcasts at industrysyndicate.com. 
I could go on and on about all the shout. I just want to shout out. To, the shout out we're going to give this week is to all those that walked up to us at the, the conference in Austin here a couple weeks ago and told us that they hear us on the podcast and they enjoy the podcast. And I just can't thank you enough for saying thank you. It makes it so nice. We're so grateful for our sponsors. Mortgage Bankers Association of America. If you're not a member of the MBA, you need to become a member. But you can at least get involved in Mortgage Action Alliance, MAW, Mortgage Action Alliance. So you can have your voice heard. The MBA does so much to make sure that the initiatives important to our industry are being heard on Capitol Hill. And you can add your voice. So we thank you to the MBA for their sponsorship and encourage you, even if you are or are not a member of the MBA, to sign up for Mortgage Action Alliance. Search the app, Mortgage Action Alliance, or MAW, M-A-A, abbreviation, in the App Store, and you'll see it and sign up. You can just click a few clicks, and uh, what's more interesting, it's an interesting read of what's going on. We listened to Alice Alvey's segment. Great way to get the information along with Alice's delivery of all that. But another way to find out what's going on and the initiatives are flowing through the, the legislature is by signing up for the Mortgage Action Alliance. They list them all out. I went back through and read through all of them in preparation for going to the NBA annual conference. It's really good to get versed in what's going on. Also, want to say a special thank you to Black Knight. They have the actionable intelligence platform to deliver data that drives growth, reduce costs, and I encourage you to go to blackknightinc.com. Appreciate that. And then also a big shout out to Tyler Sherman there, who's doing some really exciting stuff. Going to get him on the podcast. And be sure to go back to listen to last week's podcast. You know those little things, those little fees that we don't think about? They're not so little anymore. Check out last week's podcast with Black Knight. We had a great interview. Also, a special thank you to Open Mortgage, leading buyer of reverse mortgages in a home of some of the top LOs in the country, as well as Finastra, who's got their mortgage bot solution, automatically addresses compliance issues, enhanced borrower satisfaction, and increased productivity, as well as ResX Warehouse Lending, which is a division of United Bank, as well as Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative. Both of these co-ops create competitive advantages for you and your team. As you go to these meetings, you get up close and personal meetings with lenders and vendors. You can't get that. Check it out. Also, you know, like TMC has their benchmarking index. It's really well done. Lori Brewer does that over at LBA Wars. It's really good. Excellent information there. Want to know how you can stack up to your competition? Sign up. TMC's got that. It's really, really strong advantage. I know Lenders One is doing something similar and is getting that up and running. Also, Community Mortgage Lenders of America, grateful to be a part of them as well. They are not a competitor to the MBA. If you're an independent community lender, you should check out that association, as well as Velma, an efficient mortgage marketing email platform we use for getting the word out. You can use the same thing. Very affordable. That's the part I love about that system. With all these CRMs and everyone's pumping out POS is the way. Check out Velma. It's a very affordable solution. As is KnowledgeCube, providing an easy way and fun training for your lenders and your operational staff. Then also, finally, we want to say thank you to Vidyard as well as AI Assist. And finally, especially, I said this is the second final. So this is my last and final final special thank you to Alice, Andy, Alan, Joe for their contributions each week for the podcast. We gave Rob Van Rappers the day off today. It's a Veterans Day, but so let's get right into Les Parker's segment with this week's TM Spotlight and the macro view of the markets. TM Spotlight Soundbite is brought to you by Amesworth Advisors. Fed pride so hard. 
and got so far. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. Compare the Fed, WeWork, and mortgage bankers. They all try hard. The Fed tries to stimulate the economy, but in the end, it really doesn't matter. WeWork burns millions in cash trying hard to outrun the flames. Now investors have lost their enthusiasm for unicorns who prioritize rapid growth (laughs) over profits. When mortgage lenders focus on production and not profits, then investors and warehouse lenders abandon them. Because in the end, growth doesn't even matter. These views are my own. Go to tmspotlight.com to subscribe to my daily newsletter. Good job, Les. Appreciate that. Gary Kentrabone and Les Parker team up to do the TM Spotlight. Check out the tmspotlight.com to subscribe to Les's email. It's free. And the best part, he does have a paid version that has a little more information there. But start off with a free version. Get used to reading that. That's what I did about 38 years ago with Les. That's how I got to know him. Brilliant guy. Great information in there. Joe Farr, let's get focused on what's going on. Good to have you here live with us. What's going on this week? I know we got got nothing happening much today. but Well, you know, there's some interesting stuff going on in the stock market. Expectations for a trade deal took a turn over the weekend, and stocks were down initially. That was down 100 points or so earlier in the day. Currently, Boeing has announced it's going to get its uh, 737 fleet back in service soon, and I think it's pulled the uh, the Dow back up to a positive level. But yeah, everything still focused is focused on the China trade deal, and uh, now we got Hong Kong in there too, as its protests have become more violent and adds another point of uncertainty. But looking at last week, Dave, MBS prices fell by about 60 basis points. And that was about the same gain that they had the week before. So it was a, basically a wash. And, mm-hmm. and, of course, the cause of the drop was that optimism was growing for a trade deal with China, at least a deal that would reduce tariffs between the two countries. And then uh, October ISM services came in better than expected. That's a major report. It's a big segment of the economy. And to see that improve and, and exceed expectations was a, was an important report. But you can imagine the stock market liked all this. But as happens, as the stock market improved and closed at all-time highs, it was not good for mortgage-backed security prices or mortgage rates. You know, the calendar last week had an army of Fed speakers set to be yeah. heard. And all of them you know, did little to change the market's expectation on Fed policy. So they were basically a non-event, as was the other economic data. Uh, Joe's report came out, and it did show a drop in job openings, and that was a little bit concerning as, you know, it uh, could be a sign of slowing. But then you turn around and you see a very good consumer sentiment. <laughs> yeah, it, it good number. So, you know, it's offsetting. Now, looking at this week, Dave, you know, everything's going to continue to be driven by headlines over trade talk. Mm-hmm. But there is some economic data that you should pay attention to to move the market this week. Starting on Wednesday, we'll see the Consumer Price Index and its core value, the core CPI for October, is expected to show a 2.4% inflation rate over the last 12 months, which is unchanged from last month. But if it if it moves much in either direction, that could be a market moving event. And then overseas, there are a couple of things too. On Thursday, Germany is going to make an announcement as to its third quarter. Basically, it's GDP. I'm not sure they call it that. And China is also going to be making an announcement about its business activity. And Germany is on the verge of a recession if they have another quarter of a drop in this business activity report. So it will be interesting to see. And 
you know, we'll yeah, see how those markets drive the stock market, which could affect the bond market. And then on Friday, U.S. retail sales will come out. These are the October numbers, and they're expected to show mm-hmm. some improvement from September. Also on the calendar this week, Dave, is Fed Chair Powell. He's going to be testifying before the Congressional Joint Economic Committee, and uh, it's a hearing on the economic outlook. So most eyes and ears will be on Fed Chair Powell during that, uh, during that testimony. Yeah, that could be a market mover. Anything he says, one way or another, big time, big information. That's good. Appreciate it so much, Joe, being here. And sure thing. I know you got to drop off. Have a great Very Veterans Day. Appreciate you, Frank, being Thanks, here. Sir. Appreciate it. You can also, folks, go check out, you know, I, I get the daily updates. I've got a great relationship with so many of the different places out there that you can get information about the rates. You, you know, there's, I could just give a shout out to all of them. I was just about ready to give one out and I want to make sure I get his permission to do so. But get on your favorite service. In fact, let us know which favorite service you have, are using for monitoring interest rates. We'd like to know. Email me or text me at 512-632-2900. That's my cell phone. And I'd love to get an update on what of the various rate monitoring services do you use. Let's get over to hear from Scott Gordon of Open Mortgage talking about the science of sales. Scott Gordon here with a bit of sales science. Today we're going to take the next step in creating effective stories to grow your business. But remember, the three elements each story needs are one, a relatable hero, two, a relevant challenge, and three, an honest struggle. These three elements need to be in every story you tell, period. When you add these three elements together, they always lead to the same conclusion, which is a worthy lesson. When refining these stories, it's best to begin with the end in mind. After all, the worthy lesson is the purpose of your story. If your story has no purpose, you have no story. If you have no story, you're just rambling and wasting the listener's time. Also, if the story does not further your specific purpose, you have the wrong story. Is your primary motivator customer service? Great. Tell a story that showcases your passion for customer care and understanding. Are you primarily motivated by closing as many loans as efficiently as possible? Good. Tell your partners and customers so they know your driving purpose is delivery. Have a client that doesn't understand the difference between a home equity line of credit and a heckum? Good. Tell your story and it will serve as a beacon in the fog. Define the purpose of your story by asking questions about yourself as well as about your business partners and customers. Always consider the purpose while creating your story. If the story doesn't follow your purpose, you have the wrong story. Remember, creating effective stories is a science. There are formulas to follow that will yield measurable and proven results. Next time, we'll look at more essential elements of all good stories for your business. Until then, begin thinking about the worthy lesson. Your stories end so you can begin. Good job, Scott. Love that segment. Good job. Good educational content. And also, check out their website, openmortgage.com. Okay, so I asked for a survey. We're hearing a lot of people, the vast majority of people, saying we use Barry Habib's service and we get the daily calls. Several people are calling. I use, I get the daily call, calls, any of the updates. Both he and his son do a great job of uh, getting the word out. I love that service. It's excellent. So check out Barry Habib, my good friend Barry. Give him a shout-out any chance I get. Alice is off today, enjoying a Labor Day, or I think maybe 
Maybe she was in the medium. I'm not sure which. Whichever it is, we wish Alice the best. But I wanted to use this time to talk about Mortgage Action Alliance. Again, we talked about it at the opening. There's so many bills that are going through the House and Senate. And you can have your voice heard. That technology that they use that's driving the Mortgage Action Alliance app, the MAW app, is really powerful because it lists out the bill. There's a summary of it. And then there's a way for you to communicate. They already got the letter constructed. All you have to do is say click. And then when you have the app, you'll have your information loaded, your zip code, where it is. So it's going to be sent to the appropriate representatives. Encourage you to check out the Mortgage Action Alliance app. Use it, folks, so your voice is heard in D.C. You should be a member of the MBA, but you do not have to be a member of the MBA. I also want to say a special thank you to Knowledge Coop. Nathan Nottingham does a great job. Let's get a quick word from him talking about the smart digital platform and how lenders can educate their growing staff. Volume's up. And I tell you, you've got to find a way to educate your staff. Listen to this message from Nathan Nottingham of Knowledge Coop. Hey, Nathan here from the Knowledge Coop. Do you need to teach a course? Have you considered maybe using the Socratic method? See, it's a process of using questions that engage learners to question their assumptions in order to eliminate contradictions. The primary goal is not to have listeners try to answer unanswerable questions, but to get them to develop critical thinking and to keep them engaged in your topic. Have you got some training to do? Check out the Knowledge Cube for fun and easy video-based training for the mortgage professionals out there. And it's all powered by a smart digital platform. Good job. Appreciate those guys. Ken Perry, that uh, founded that company, is such a character. I was watching one of their videos, training videos, over the weekend, and it was so well done. I mean, it's just it's entertaining. And as we hire more and more millennials, we're looking for ways to communicate with them in an effective way. Check it out. Good technology, great product. Speaking of technology, we've got Alan Pollock here with this week's weekly tech update. Alan, always interested in what you have to say, friend. What you got? Yeah, today won't be any uh, dry humor, but uh, thanks for allowing me to be back this week. Uh, thank you for serving to all of our uh, all of our amazing veterans. And you know, I'll start this week off instead of the dry humor. My daughter's school actually this past weekend. So we've got the Wounded Warrior Foundation here in Jacksonville, and they do these big right. events every year. Yeah, it was a 5K race, and they had over 5,000 runners or something in that range. You know, they salute disabled and even just retired veterans. And it was just amazing to see the people walking and running in the race. Uh, But more importantly, the kids were doing something. They were giving back. And so I volunteered with them, and we handed out waters and, you know, just cheered on the racers as they came across the finish line. Ah, That's good. Absolutely amazing stories of just pain and suffering and accomplishment. And so we really don't give our veterans enough. You know, we talk about it, but I don't know how much we do. So, you know, last week I mentioned at the end of the session that I was going to talk about a piece I couldn't get to, which was MCT and a new yeah. product they have called Investormatic. But I'm going to I'm gonna really – we'll push that to next week. I want to focus on oh, a couple things. Oh, cut it out. On. Push it out twice? Yeah, okay. But it's worthy to, to talk about next week, but I think this is a little bit more important and it works well with today's topic. So there's a company out there called Vetentech all one word. And what they do is they support current and returning veterans with reintegration services, helping them get reconnected into our national technology ecosystem. And so they're committed to bringing together not just veterans, but their families as well, a tech-specific network. They give resources and programs for our veterans to get more education, help them in entrepreneurship, and even with employment. 
And what's kind of interesting about it is they work with them on leadership. You can get mentoring. They'll help you write your resume. They have employment services. Uh, They even will do webinars, which they have a ton of, and they've got a big gala coming up. So if you're interested, they take donations. I don't know how big the organization is. I've spent a lot of time investigating them, but I've seen enough to know that they're really trying to do something good. So check it out. It's V-E-T-S-I-N-T-E-C-H. If you've got jobs in the mortgage industry and you're looking to hire veterans, go ahead and list your jobs with them. Absolutely. And then, you know, with that kind of interesting, you know, we talk about veterans and technology. Well, you know, we, it's called Vet Tech. So very similar in name to Veteran Vet Tech. tech. This is actually by, <laughs> by our government. It's the VA, and uh, they call it Veteran Employment Through Technology. And what they're saying, it started really in, in April of 2019, so this year. They're looking to get really motivated, hardworking veterans into technology jobs. And they basically work with um, national training systems. They put together coding boot camps. There is a, a really? number, and I didn't bring the number to the, to the call, yeah, but there's X percentage of employment opportunities still available in coding with at least six-figure salaries. And so what their job, what, what Vet Tech is trying to do is to really help veterans get the training they need and the reintegration back into society after being away or being disabled and to get those different types of jobs in computer software, information sciences, cyber crimes, media application, you name it. it. It's all listed. The VA has a lot of great stuff, but they talk about this one company. Check this out. It's called Apprenti or Apprenti. It's A-P-R-E-N-T-I, David. And what they provide is veterans can take a free online assessment of tests and basic math abilities and soft skills like leadership and critical thinking. If they pass it, then what they do is they get to go to one of the top one-third of, well, I'm sorry, the top one-third of candidates, rather, my bad, are offered interviews at tech companies, including giants like Microsoft and Amazon, and they will stay in that apprenticeship. It's GI Bill eligible, meaning that they can use their benefit to pay for living expenses. Uh, They get a median salary of at least 51,000 plus benefits. It's one year, and if all goes well, they get a permanent job. Right now, 85% of the participants that are going through this program sponsored by the VA for Apprenti are retained by the company in which they did their apprenticeship. So there are things out there. It's more about exposure, and when you think about technology, you know, th- that article I read uh, that was at the VA it actually talks about how skilled and how well-trained our VAs are in technology and the fact that we're not offering them enough opportunities in each of our, in FinTech in general. So if you want to hire veterans or you're interested in sponsoring, you want to contact the VA. And then, you know, two more things I want to talk about, and one is going to end really specific in mortgage. This next one, David, is about an article I read in DS News about New Day. And we all know who New Day is or a top leader right. in our country. Absolutely. What this article starts off with, the volume with Veteran Affairs, the VA, has grown. The first quarter of this year, it was uh, about 119,000 loans. And in second quarter this year, it jumped up to 155,000 loans. So, yes, it's, a, it's not major in fluctuation, but it's quite high. Some of it could do to the rate environment, but some of it could do to education and technology. What this article really talks about is how does technology help enable What's been talked about as a complex VA loan, how does technology help make that more possible? You want to read the article. It's very interesting. I pulled out just one point from the article, which really just has to do with the ability to automate a lot of the process, right? The VA issue a certificate of eligibility, answering the right VA questions online, 
those things that used to take many weeks can now be done in 24 hours. And, and all of those very important dates that, you know, VAs move around. Veterans move around a lot, right? They, they get either redeployed or they're reintegrating back into society. Their families are moving. So because of that, there's a lot of confusion that these loans are complex. But with technology, what this article is saying is that we can move the process along for VA more specifically. So hopefully the jump in those numbers, by the way, what the VA's reported from second to third quarter is truly accurate. And it is because of technology. I'd love to hear that that's the full case. And then David, ending today with something very mortgage specific, we all, or some of us may know Grant Moon. He's the CEO and founder of VA Loan Captain. It's a VA loan marketplace. So he is uh, a VA himself, a veteran actually. He created this company. What they do is they get participating lenders in their platform and each lender signs what's called a Veterans Guarantee Pledge. And his technology platform aggregates like a portal, a lead portal in a way, all of the different prices and the information from these different lenders together. They waive the origination. Ah. You can save up to 1% of the loan value. And he's got all kinds of resources for VAs. He's got the ultimate guide to VA loans. Um, They educate their veterans. They help walk them through the agreements and the approval process. They provide rates from those lenders as well. And they also ensure that everybody generating a VA loan through their platform is certified so that that complexity is taken away. So with that, David, great topics today. I want to make sure that, you know, we consider VAs as we move forward. Everything and every part Helping of our, our business. Helping our veterans, yep. A- absolutely. That's today's tech update. We'll talk about MCT Good. and the Investormatic piece uh, next week. It'll be exciting. And we are talking about the way VA underwrites their loans. They do it differently. They do the residual income approach. It's my favorite way to analyze income. I wish the whole industry would adopt that universally across the board. It should be done that way. I was talking to Chris Ringrose at Summit Funding, and we were talking about that on Friday. He goes, why don't we adopt that? That's a good approach. So VA gets a lot of shout-outs. I'll yeah. end you just on this. I don't think there's enough education for the VAs to yeah. understand what's out there. And it's, sometimes it's just about education, not even technology. It's a great service to do. As you're a lender looking for some way to get in and provide him, you know, make a difference in your market, provide veteran education. It plays well both with the vets as well as just within the community that we're supporting, you, that you are supporting your vets, lenders. So good job, Alan. Great, great reminder. Appreciate it so much. Have a great rest of your day. All right, folks, I want to say a special thank you to Fenastra. You know, one of the things everyone asks, what are you looking at this week as a consultant, Dave? And I'm getting retained more and more about thoughts about technology. Where should we be going? Now, there's a lot of great consultants out there. Andy's wife, Teresa, does consulting in this area, so there's a lot of great resources. But one of the ones that comes up, they go, yeah, but you're good at sales. What would you use if you were selling, Dave? And I got to tell you, I checked out Vanastra's Mortgage Bot Mobile. <laughs> you got it, right? Delivers app-like experience for the whole mortgage loan experience. It, it, you can brand it around you. like, well, everybody can do it. But the way they do it is so nice. And the fonts that they use, the color schemes, it's just a real slick system. But the part that I like the best, it's so simple, straightforward to use, to getting the questions, to engage your customers with the right questions. Also, as the saying goes, it's faster than a rocket. Great way to compete with that other company out there. Check them out. Tell me what you think when you talk to them. They also have a great point of sale. Finastra does. Check out Finastra on our advertisers page. Appreciate them as a sponsor. And let's get over to the profit doctor, Andy Shell. Good to have you here, friend. Hi, Dave. Pleasure to be here today on Veterans Day. Your dad was a veteran. My dad was a veteran. And so they both served. Fortunately, they did come home, and they, but many didn't. But So shout out to our parents, our dads, for what they did. Thank you. Absolutely. Shout out to all the 
veterans, both from well, most of the the World War II veterans are are passing, but the and the World War One are gone. Korea still around, Vietnam yeah. certainly lots around, and all the desert storms and subsequent are obviously mm-hmm. very prevalent. So, so ongoing ongoing opportunity, as Alan was stating, to support uh, veterans in various ways. So Good. today today we'll talk about talk about communication and financial results. How's that sound? Oh, Communication, wow. design, and financial results. So accountants are trained to present financial information, and accounting typically presents financial results in a column of numbers, a stack of numbers. And each of these rows that show a number, that number means something. That total is a total of something. It's a bunch of other things all added up. It could be total cash. It could be total gain on sale. It could be total payroll expense. It could be total profit. Mm-hmm. But they're all different numbers, and those numbers are a summation of a bunch of other stuff. So we, we look at this row of this column of numbers with all these rows, and we, we're supposed to read it, and that's how they present financial information. We also know that lots of research has shown that understanding financial results is key to business success. You've got to know your numbers. You've got to know what those or that that column of numbers of rows of numbers. You've got to know what each one of those means. So having a having a very detailed financial result is great. Having lots of information is important, but the key is the numbers have to be understood, and that's that's where we sometimes have challenges because we've also have lots of research that shows that columns of numbers are hard to read. It's not hard to demonstrate that, but the numbers have to be understood to be able for the business to be successful. So we've got this. We've got this contradiction. We know numbers are hard. Accounting presents information in in columns of numbers, but numbers are hard to read, and you have to be able to understand it to be successful. So we just kind of are hitting our head against the wall with this contradiction of understandability versus accounting presentation design. So true. Which is, which is actually very structured. You actually have to supplement it. So we can overcome this, though, by adding to the results. So we're not going to change the P&L, the balance sheet, the statement of cash flows. Those reports have to be part of a financial presentation, but and then part of the part of the financial statements include obviously the P&L. But we've got to make it understandable. So let's add some charts and graphs and pictures. People love pictures, so let's use <laughs> let's create a chart. Let's create a chart that's a column of color, and then. That can be representing one of the numbers, and let's put right next to it another column of another color that represents another number, and that way we can see which one's bigger than the other. This sounds so simple. I know, Dave, you may be thinking, what are you, where are you going with this? Of course, it's easier to read stacks of color to represent numbers because it is a great way to present information, but here's the problem. CPAs are not trained to present data in columns of numbers, columns of color. We have to present in columns of numbers. So there's a transition, and I'm I'm making a point of this because there needs to be an overt effort in order to transform the column of numbers into a column of color. And each color represents a range of numbers. So we in accounting have a choice. We we, We can choose to augment the financial statements, and we can do that by turning numbers into columns of color, and it's super easy. We can convert the columns into number, uh, convert the numbers into columns of color using Excel. It's not 
difficult to do. We just need to take the effort to do it. So the, the part of the challenge is every month in the county is rush, 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 rush. Get the numbers out. And so you produce the P&L because that's what comes out of the financial system. And then all of a sudden, okay, here you go. But that's a column of numbers. We have to take a little bit more time and take that data and turn it into these charts and graphs and pictures, and then people can understand what it is that we're talking about, where revenue is more or less an expense because it's presented as a column of colors. Unarguably, this makes it easier to understand financial results. And understanding financial results is what leads to success and profit. So why don't we do this on everything? Well, it's because that's not how accountants are trained. So part of my training is to teach people how to make this conversion. And while there's tons of systems that, that Alan could probably rattle off that can do this, it's not a matter of having the tools because you can do it in Excel. It's a matter of making the choice to augment the financial statements. And it needs to be both a top-down and a bottom-up. The CEOs need to ask for information presented in charts and graphs and pictures, and the accountants need to commit to accept the reality that columns of numbers are not easy to understand. So therefore, you've got to take that one more step that drives understandability. And that's what I'm passionate about, Dave, helping people understand their business, understand their numbers, using charts and graphs and colors to do that. That is so good, and you do a great job of telling the story. And one of the things I like about the way you tell the story is you do it in a way you break it down for people, but adding colors to reports just really helps. You used to do this for me. I was one of the ones that I said, hey, could you put this and add this color and do that? Because the 85%, I'm not sure, I have to go back and look at the statistics. I remember some book I read, I think it's The Gift of Dyslexia, as many as the highest percentage, 85% of executives have some level of dyslexia. I've got it, and I always appreciate it when people present numbers with some color around it. So it helps. Well, so that's great. Let point. me add two seconds to that, Dave. So yeah. that, that, that circumstance occurred in 2007, and mm -hmm. I was coming out of my own advisory services company where I was a CPA and provided CPA-ish kind of services. And here I am yeah. hooking up with Dave, who's been doing a, a lot of strategy and, and communication consulting along with a bunch of other stuff. And he says to me, you need to use colors. And I'm like, you know, puff my chest out. I don't need to use <laughs> colors. I'm a CPA. Don't you tell me how to present numbers. I mean, not literally. I didn't actually say that to him. No, but, 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 but the point is, it's the reaction that accountants have. It's like, what do you mean my financial statements aren't right? I spent 15 years learning how to do this. So it's true, though. You're absolutely correct. You, using colors is monumental in increasing visual adoption and and being able to then take yeah. that that visual connection and have it create meaning making. They call it in academia. Yeah. Meaning making means we can understand what it is, and the colors and graphs and charts do that. It's astounding, and yet, how many people actually do it? It was so amazing. I was talking to a CFO, not one of our clients and not one of your clients because they would know better than say this, but they said, hey, listen, my job is to, to gather the data. It's their job to figure it out. I mean, it's like uh, it just blew me away. So I think people need to pay attention to this message. And you're getting a Ph.D. now in communications on top of it. My gosh, where is this going to stop? But it's so I'm so excited about it because teaching the financial, the, the CFOs of the world, finance folks in the world, how to present information is so critical because it will help so many companies, Andy. Kudos. Good job today. Appreciate it.
Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. You bet. Check out Andy Shell. Email Andy, Andy at mbs-team.com. We partnered up on that company many years ago. So grateful for the partnership that continues on today. Appreciate it, him and your contribution. Folks, you can listen to all you of do. Andy's wisdom. Yeah, thank you, Andy. And we can listen to all your wisdom by going over to the website, looking on a lending website. And when you go there, you're at the top under shows. And then you can see below that, you see, I mean, click on shows just to the right of the homepage. There's the hot topic segment, a list of all of them. There's the weekly updates, a list of all of them. And the MBA Mortgage Minute, the legislative Alice Alves. And then all the way there is we've got, of course, the Profit Doctor. So you want to go back and listen. Gosh, what did Andy say? I really like that. You want to get binging on someone? Get binging on Andy or Alice or any one of us. You can go do so by going onto the website under the show category and getting a list of just all their wisdom, all stacked up. Good job, Andy Shell. Appreciate you so much. That wraps up this week's regular weekly update of our podcast. We're so grateful for all of you that listen to this. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Black Knight, Open Mortgage, Finaster, Resex, the Warehouse Lending Division of United Bank, the MBA, the Lenders One, the Mortgage Collaborative, CMLA, as well as Velma, Knowledge Coop, which is a great training platform, Vidyard, and AI Assist. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Have a great week, and be sure to come back next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.